0: That's right, folks. I'm feeling fine. How are y'all doing? Feeling a little nervous? I don't really know. It's been a little bit of uh, trials and tribulations since we last touched in with you. Uh, just to keep everybody up to speed, it's your host, your boy, this is Zapata himself, Ichikano Thanos, just trying to snap my fingers once in a while. The Cholo Charles Barkley, thank God, very quite negative. Um, and yeah, the quarantine quest of cuddle. We'll end it like that. It's your boy, Mario Caballero. Uh, you follow me everywhere at Puro Caballero. It's P-U-R-O-C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O for all you green ghouls. And this is another episode of the Puro Caballero show. Porting live from a quarantined apartment in Los Angeles. That's where we're coming from and things are escalating like crazy. Every other day there's like a whole new situation there's another rules and regulations that get coming out uh, from both uh, the CDC it's like um, the freaking federal government state government cities like every single part of the of, uh, you know the people who have legislation over other people have had put up some form of either recommendations or you know it's outright uh prohibiting a bunch of shit i don't know you know what i'm talking about uh for everybody who's chilling with me on the live stream thank you so much this is gonna be the first time i'm doing this shit i am up on twitch at the moment you can follow me once again puro caballeros where you can find me uh pretty much on most of my socials uh uh revived the Twitter account the other day Just to get my thoughts on John Wick 3 I, This is like the third podcast in a row I've talked about doing said thing But regardless you can follow me on there for random thoughts um, And then yeah Instagram is the biggest platform uh, But yeah you're tuned in uh, You can find us everywhere You can listen to podcasts for the most part That's uh, Spotify, SoundCloud Apple, uh, Google You know Stitcher, TuneIn I don't know how many other uh, other ones besides that there are out there, but yeah. The Doing it, bro. Um, this is episode number 76, if I'm not mistaken. Let me get back to my topics here. Uh, I'm kind of all over the place because the world's kind of that way, it feels like, recently. It's like, everyone's kind of freaking out and shit's getting chaotic, and everyone's maintaining their proper distance, and the whatnot but mentally it's like tough to keep it straight to be honest with you at times Uh, we're in the uh, current era of social distancing where we're keeping everything six feet uh, or more for the most part and um, not a lot of contact emotional contact between people so i think this is uh, affecting people a lot it is myself, even just giving a handshake or dapping somebody up, that's just, uh, you know, something we take for granted, I would say. It's uh, um, just the little things, the little contacts and all that. But uh, yeah, we're just keeping it moving. We're just trying to do as best we can in, in the current state, trying to connect digitally, as you could see. Uh, me, myself, I've been getting very bored up in the crib, uh, just staying here, kind of lonesome. Um, I do have a roommate, so that makes it uh, a lot more bearable because I have someone to uh, converse with and just, uh, yeah, um, don't have to take care of the whole apartment by myself uh, and that kind of stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, I guess not as bad for other people, but uh, LA—I've talked about it before—can be somewhat of a lonely place for, despite how many different people you see on an average day and come across. So. Um, Yeah, a lot of people are very, very much Kind of thinking about themselves in their own bubble uh, For better or worse But, yeah It's, uh, you know, without having a strong family connection I can tell like a lot of people are kind of going through it And it's uh, (laughs) It can be a difficult thing, man It can be a difficult thing And I just do not want to uh, Underestimate The fact that you know, you just gotta um, that that there are those difficulties out there, but uh, you know, for each and every person, they got their own way of dealing with things. So, um, whatever that method may be for you, I just hope that you kind of are able to hunker down and explore that for um, at least a few weeks. It's gonna, it only has been maybe a strong week of people doing stuff like that and kind of. You know, keeping up uh, with the distancing and everything, which is something that people in other countries who have been hit harder have been doing uh, for weeks or months now. I know China's been putting stuff on lockdown since like January. I think I've uh, talked about it a few different times, but uh, they're finally starting to show uh, some progression in the treatment and being able to identify people who have contacted the disease and are... At risk of uh, making that uh, positive infection turn fatal, that is uh, something that we definitely need to stem because this disease seems like it's going to be uh, something similar to influenza, uh, various sorts, where it's just going to it's going to pass through the population, and it's going to be uh, not always. Uh, a lot of times asymptomatic I've never heard that word asymptomatic more times in my life than I have in this last couple of weeks alright basically not showing any symptoms so that's uh that's a problem just because it kind of lingers in the body for weeks on end uh apparently from what we've been told that uh what that means is that it could pass through a higher number of people uh before really, you know, bad symptoms are shown in a lot of people. So that becomes more of a challenge than if it was the other way, which is something like kind of like the flu from what I've been told, where if, you know, you get your symptoms pretty rapidly and it hits you kind of hard, but once you identify it, then you can like kind of treat it and be more direct with it and make sure you don't pass it on to you know, your loved ones or just other people you're in contact with on a daily basis. And that made things kind of dicey here in, in America, especially Los Angeles being a big city, a place where, you know, millions of people live here, but thousands of people regularly are traveling in and out of. And so it, when the news came that this disease is uh, airborne instead of through contact, or uh, you know some sort that made things even more more troubling because I mean that just means it can just linger linger on stuff for quite a long time so yeah it makes it makes it difficult to contain yeah freaking sucks um, there's a lot of cases that just keep popping up it's not uh, super fatal for the majority of the population which is some good news but I mean they're talking about what like um, majority of people who are like over 55-60 those are the more pe- the people who are most at risk I think they have generally a more weakened immune systems, so that will kind of play into it they say people who have um, like respiratory illnesses that's another thing because it's, like, contacted through your throat. And, yeah. Um, let me see who else. I want to give you the straight facts as best I can. Because there's been a lot of people coming up with a lot of conspiracy theories about what this shit's ongoing and, and what it's doing and how it's wrecking and, and in regards to the creation of it and how... Uh, China's control or lack thereof depending on who you ask uh, of the situation it's uh, um, that part I can understand people having some uh, different ideas and more nefarious uh, reasonings behind why you would want to create and unleash something like that on not just your population but the whole world so um, that's one part of it uh that I can somewhat understand if people wanna go down or jump in a rabbit hole. But like a lot of the other stuff, you know, coming after that, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, it's obviously the media has been accused in times for being, you know, the sole cause of a lot of hysteria's that have happened, not just in this country but a lot of different places before. But uh for the most part I think you gotta keep uh keep your eye out on this one so if you're not taking this shit seriously at this point you need to i think step that up regardless of how big your population is you never really know just take your normal precautions most places are 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 shutting down it's crazy all these ordinances here in los angeles there's been uh (laughs) for a while they changed it up it was like no gatherings over 250 people then it was no gatherings over 50 people now it's like you can only have 10 and it can only be during certain hours and it has to be uh, your travel has to be of essential. Um, has to be some essential travel, so you have to be going, like to pick up supplies or, or to the doctor's office and stuff like that. So, um, they have like a stay indoors order, I think, is what it is, or um, basically everybody's staying at home. A lot of different cities have like put this in before Los Angeles, uh, but they were like more affected, I would say. I know New York is a big epicenter. Another one they were talking about was the state of Washington. There was apparently a lot of deaths that occurred because it ran through an old people's home. And so they had a lot of weakened immune systems, and I guess they didn't get checked like that. So apparently a lot of the deaths they're crediting to um, that situation that happened. So um, let's see. Let's see here, CDC. Huh. Yeah, smoker, let's see here. Forbes. Uh, Yeah, so, like, one of the issues, I guess, with a lot of deaths that happen in China is a lot of them do smoke cigarettes, too. And then they were saying that Italy in in Europe is one of the big hubs. Spain has kind of also kind of become one recently. But in Italy and in Spain too, they have a a more older aging population that lives directly with the families. So they would come into contact with people who are younger who might have gotten it, not shown symptoms, and then pass it on to other people. So that was like the big worry about this thing is just you you can't necessarily control and contain it for that reason because it's just lying dormant and and so so like one extent for the people who are just out there trying to figure out what to do if you're following the guidelines and doing everything you can there's nothing much else you can if you want to pray be my guest um I've used that time uh My time to do that a little bit here and there but you know if you start showing symptoms go get checked and then maintain distance from people even if you're just getting sick in general maintain distance from people and make sure it's not that and then yeah pretty much uh, if you don't have those symptoms then you know there's still a chance you might have it, but you just got. I mean, I don't know. Right now, it's difficult. I, I'm trying to give advice. I don't even know what the hell to do. To be quite honest with you, this is this is like this, this is unprecedented. Everyone's becoming a health expert in like two seconds over this stuff. So you read a couple things and then wanna, I guess, let the world know their opinions. So <laughs> it's like everyone and their mom's been talking about this stuff, though. It's been crazy. Uh, depending on where the hell you get your information to it's just it can be all over the place and that's just not even speaking politically in this country and like what this onset of this virus has you know resulted in, in that whole field because we can get into that a little bit later but god damn um, like talking to just different people and just getting the different Opinions, or just seen some of it online. Mostly, I've been in a lot of comedy groups, and I've been watching uh, some of the posts and stuff like that. Because uh, people have been putting up their own things uh, during this time. I tend to—I think I've talked about it before. I come across Facebook pages every once in a while on my day job, so I use that excuse to like check that shit up. So, yeah, I'm up on them groups and. I used it to pick up gigs and network with people and, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, since this has basically shut down the whole entertainment businesses, not just comedy, um, in particular, everybody's got a lot of free time on their hands, um, and they're kind of pent up, and people are getting frustrated and stuff like that. I can sense that. But people are getting... Some people are just, like, super not even paying attention and not even uh, thinking that this is that big of a deal, uh, I would say. I mean, a little too uh, under-cautious there. Yeah, shout-out to this uh, weed shop that I don't know... Anyway, got this purple train wreck and this fucking incredible that I put up in this J oh my goodness this shit has got me going so that's why you're hearing a lot of ums and ahs and and all that shit so what can I say I'm doing my thing I'm figuring out my way to cope y'all can do yours Um, that's the other thing too this has been like a crazy time for uh, people to be drinking at home nobody's got shit to do it's just like everyone's excuse to just get this fucking faded during the middle of the week just like keep it up doing it on the regular And I ain't going to lie, I've been drinking a little bit more than I might on the normal. Been going through a couple bottles of tequila. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Some some brews. Some brews Hmm. Has that sip on this bottle? What's up? Mm. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah, let me keep reading this article. We haven't even gotten to the sports shit. And that's what's gonna be the bulk of this this goddamn episode. Uh because this has touched every single part of humanity. And that's like no understatement. But sports has been one of the bigger ones, uh, because the live entertainment aspect is like a huge portion of it. And then it's also kinda of some of the reasons why it's I think it's spread in certain areas. Uh in Europe in particular. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, let me see here. Mm, say yeah, they're saying smokers are at big risk. Mm, let me see. It's like in China, it's all tobacco. Might get killed if you got weed over there. Convince children who is at most risk. Let's go. Pre existing medical conditions such as asthma. Oh, shit, that's me. Diabetes. Um, goddamn. That's my dad. Uh, and heart disease. Um, I think I'm okay there for the most part. But we're going to knock out what. I think my mom's side of the family might have some of that. So, yeah, it's not good. That's like. Uh, a bad Venn diagram at least I'm uh, I got the young part and the health the getting healthy part uh, trying to do my part i there that was one of the things they advised just trying to maintain overall just pretty healthy for the most part and just do your best to avoid groups of people and contact and all that stuff so it was kind of crazy. So like last week, they put in uh, recommendations of people to work from home, non-essential stuff, which my job would fall under that category. So it took a minute, though, for, for them to decide that they wanted everybody to start working from home, if uh, if at all possible, which I've like gotten this set up and have been able to do for a little over a week now like last Tuesday. So, yeah. It was a full work week, I guess at now. Uh today being Monday, uh the 23rd. So, that kind of got put into place. Uh so I went into work like went into work last Monday and before that did like uh my 48th mic of the of the year so far. Did a little open mic out in Inglewood on the Sunday. And then uh went to the gym that day. And, like, right after, I was like, all right, I'm just going to get a workout in. Uh, This is a 24, not too too far. Uh, Shout out to the open mic spot, though. Cool little spot over in Inglewood. Go support them uh, when they get up and running. And, yeah. So, did a cool little set. Went to the gym. Did my workout. And as I was in the locker room, kind of changing about to head out i hear the loudspeaker saying yeah we're closing up in about an hour and we'll be closed for the rest of the month thank you so much have a nice evening i was like and the rest of the month are you kidding me i think what was last uh last sunday it was the 15th i was like halfway through i was like oh damn there's like one dude in the gym i was all pissed off but i was completely i was like all right cool At the, i completely understood it at the, at the very least, man, um, you know what I'm saying. At the very, very least, it was uh, kind of contained a little bit. It was. Uh, oh shoot! Hold on, was, uh, uh, shoot. Now, hold on a second. It I'm getting playback. Yeah, hey, I'll turn that off. Yeah, let me see if I can figure this out. Oh, shit. See, I thought I was streaming this whole goddamn time. See, that's how new I am to this shit. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm just staring at myself at the screen. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Thought I had this shit figured out. All right, hold on a second. We're going to take a break. Yeah, I don't know where I left you guys off. I was super distracted. I was doing the most out here. Uh <laughs> Yeah, didn't help, that I'm a couple drinks in and, and a joint in too to add to the festivities. But, yeah, man, I got this stream up and running. I'm so fucking dumb. Like I said, I don't know what I'm doing with this stuff. I'm like dead ass bored and just got bunch of free time all the time in the world just chilling at home and so yeah i gotta fill that with something i gotta be creative keep my shit moving this is the next level homes yeah man i don't know if YouTube's a thing moving forward shut up i don't care what you read my email um they're kind of i don't know getting a little dicey up on the tubes bruh Uh, I'd be spitting some shit from the hip, too. Man. Yeah, I don't know if they want me on that shit. So, I just, uh, using it for my tools, uh, as needed in the comedy game. And, yeah, my, my, one form of entertainment, but, I don't know. I don't know if I like the ecosystem and the vibe from where it's at versus, where it was you know no maybe I don't know I've been on YouTube for a minute since it pretty much came out since like the MySpace era was like 07 06 ish right around that range and yeah man Oh, shit, you know YouTube back in the day it was like really truthful though, because like the top videos were really legit, really legit the top videos. Like you could search for uh, by views, uh, rating, all that stuff. Nowadays you can you can't even like barely find like actually what's legit. Like you look in the music section and it is uh, a lot of stuff that's just like pushed by like the major labels, which uh can be very uh fire i'm not gonna like knock the labels for not being able to produce stuff but some of that stuff you're like is this really the top top music that's going on right now or are you just telling me like this is the top music you know what i mean so stuff like that you kind of get hit to get to like certain uh algorithms and craziness of like what they suggested titles or what they show you like back in the day i used to be able to go deep into wormholes and stuff like crazy um i don't know why i'm going on this crazy youtube rant yeah eventually people figured out how to monetize on there and they got kind of pissed off and so yeah when YouTube basically became an entity of Google once the original founders kind of sold it. it, There was a, you know, basically open, open game to changing some of the formats and all like the capabilities of the website, but also figuring out ways to monetize the hell out of it. And that place is just like ad city nowadays. There's like hardly one video that goes by before you see like three million and a half ads that be popping up right before freaking crazy i still enjoy a lot of the content on there but even then they'd be like they'll have ads at the beginning they'll have ads in the middle they'll have ads at the end um and then if you don't hit like stop ad they'll just run another ad right after and another one it'll just be endless loop um yeah like if you're just like you know not paying attention that shit's real I'm like my goodness my goodness shit's crazy oh man shit is wild um yeah that being said you can find two of my last uh most recent stand-up uh sets uh stand-up gigs I'd say extended sets they are on my YouTube page Which you can uh, basically just type my name Mario Caballero And you'll be able to find it Alright So Yeah man That's that We're getting back to the coronavirus Yeah so Yeah I'm uh, Definitely taking A lot of precautions with this stuff man Trying to Try to stay healthy Stay away from people as much As I can and, that being said, there, like, there's been, like, certain activities that they have deemed to be okay, as long as you maintain proper distance, for the most part. And, you know, one of those is, like, hiking. So, I was able to go on a nice little run and jog yesterday with homie Carlos. That was cool. Uh I showed him the spot that wasn't too, too busy, which is a good thing. It's kind of routes, kind of... Uh, a little bit harder than like a a a nice scenic one so it's in the medium to hard range depending on how you which way you walk it so it's uh, yeah that was that was kind of kind of nice it wasn't too too many people uh, there so we were able to go on a nice little run before it started raining at the end and uh, ended up Raining quite a bit. That's the other thing, too. I think a lot of people who I, like, see and know and, like, uh, a lot of the celebrities and stuff like that that are living out here, they're also, like, going through L.A., like, when it rains. Because it's been raining, like, crazy these last few weeks. And as mentioned prior, a lot of people freak the fuck out whenever it's, like, a little bit, a drop of rain that goes over here. Uh, That comes down. People just don't know how to act. I don't understand it. But, yeah, it's been raining like crazy. These last, like, two, three weeks. And I haven't been able to get my freaking uh, car wash. Well, I haven't had the chance to do it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what else? Um... That's COVID shit is crazy. It's fucking crazy. Getting kind of restless. As I mentioned before. I'm trying to do home workouts. Did a few. I think I did the third one today. Yeah. Third home workout. It was crazy. So I was trying to get some dumbbells of like almost any weight. And... I was checking out like all the big fives and big sporty Goods and they were all sold out. I eventually found some at one store. It ended up being like 50 pounders. So I'm like, oof, oh boy. I can't do everything with that one. Good thing. VJ left one. That is a 10 pounder. So like, gonna kind of fill in for the most part, be able to do something. Something. Yeah, I feel like if I would have got a 30-pounder, thir- a, a, a 25-er, I'd be perfect. I'd be able to do everything. So, uh, Alas, alas. So, we'll see. They shut gyms down, yeah, that Sunday. They made all restaurants forced to be delivery or takeout orders. They have like contactless delivery at a lot of places where they'll drop it off wherever you want them to. And, yeah, a lot of places are struggling right now. A lot of people out of work. A lot of people out of work. It's kind of crazy. This uh, UI unemployment claims going through the roof right now. Oof. Tough times for a lot of different industries. I kind of feel for the people who are doing you know comedy just uh to pay the bills and we're getting by because yeah now you got to return to them side gigs a little bit if it's you know if you don't have a little bit stashed away and that's a lot of people to be honest with you um so uh, i mean not just comics in general a lot of people they're uh Luckily for me, I'm able to have the option to work from home, so I'm still able to, you know, put in my work, collecting checks and all that stuff. Not everybody's so blessed to be in that position, though, so that's something I uh, don't take for granted in this current moment. You know? that college degree was worth Doing something. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, um, uh, shout out to all the healthcare workers too, because you guys are working like crazy. All the ear, nose, and throat doctors out there too. I heard uh, it's like shortages for certain things. So, be mindful when you're trying to stock up and do shit. So, yeah, there's that. Oh man. shit is wild please just read up take all the precautions as necessary I'm still learning about this every day and I'm still playing catch up too so. y'all know me opening up a million and a half tabs up on my phone and then reading some of them and then forgetting about the rest and then deleting a bunch of them I don't give a damn about just to keep room. So I can keep doing the same cycle over and over again. So I'm not the best person to be up on shit. All the time. Got a lot of other shit going on. What can I say? What an excuse. What an excuse for him. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah. What else? Let's just get right into it, man. This is like a really affected... Three of the pillars of my life. Really. Comedy... Music and sports, mm. like all of those have for the most part shut down mm. it's kind of crazy. I don't know if you guys seen that movie uh contagion it feels like we're living through the plot, so there's that. There's fucking that. Um, but yeah, sports world—it's basically been been on hold for two weeks now, and a week and a half, depending on whichever league. And some people are going stir crazy, man. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Let's give you the rundown, though. Let's do this shit. Alright So Initially The response here in America Was that Both MLB, MLS, NBA, and NHL Were limiting locker room access Due to the coronavirus Because they didn't want That to spread to their players And for that to be An issue So I think that was like Let's look at the calendar Let's pull it up so that was like the weekend of the 7th and 8th, I want to say, when they started doing that. And they played games, you know, they went on, they continued. And it was just like getting more and more alarming in terms of the number of cases and outbreaks and and all the stereo was starting to ramp up around different parts of the country and people were getting nervous people were getting worried that you know some some things were gonna gonna happen and at that point the NBA was was talking about the possibility of playing in some empty arenas without any fans so that it couldn't spread during the game either from fan to player or from player to fan or from ref to whoever etc etc right popcorn stand hold. uh guy to uh, you know a fan to an usher from the usher to another worker you know what I'm saying like just this is how shit works at the time the day of they said this I remember LeBron saying that he wouldn't do it saying he he tried to like say some answer about like i do this for the fans if I wouldn't do it why am I playing? You know, so something like that. Was, and he wasn't necessarily, I think, well-educated on the subject, which is what, you know, to be quite frankly, a lot of people currently are and, or were at the time, especially then at the time. We still There's a lot we still don't know about this thing. Uh, but regardless, I... Uh, the next day, he ended up walking back. His comments, you know, uh, said something to the effect of, like, yeah, he takes safety and precaution above everything. Doesn't want to put anybody at jeopardy. All that stuff. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <coughs> oh, him in my throat. That's not a, that's not a Corona cough, motherfucker. That's not it. That's not it. Yeah. So then at the time it was starting to look likely that they were going to play in front of the arena zone with no fans, which would have been kind of weird kind of crazy, but they would have still been able to broadcast it. The league would have still been able to continue. At least that was the thought at the time. Right. So then I think there were some cases that, Oh, so like a lot of cruise ships ended up getting the worst possible situations where, uh, you know, people get sick on cruises all the time. They tend to redistribute a lot of the air back through the other cabins, which is kind of insane and weird. But, like, regardless, that's where a lot of airborne pathogens, like, pass by different people. So, people who had the coronavirus on these cruise ships, they then proceeded to get... Basically, everybody was on board sick a lot of times. And... When there was confirmed cases on board, what they would do is they would start quarantining these ships and keeping them, like, you know, at bay, like docked, which basically almost confirmed that everybody on the ship got it. If there were some people who were healthy prior to that and, like, didn't get contact, that basically got shut down. So, it's like, ooh, nele. That's crazy. So... So, yeah, that, uh, that happened, uh, in a number of occasions, in a couple of different places, so, they, don't know why they did that, should have just quarantined, I heard the, they could just quarantine them on land, that could, I was, like, reading, and here, I think it might have been an interview, could have been an article, I don't know, my memory's failing me, and... So anyway, San Francisco is one of these areas. I think they got one of these ships, right? If I'm not mistaken. Anyway, regardless, there was a lot of there was a lot of cases in the Bay Area, right? So Warriors were going to host the Nets without fans on the 12th because San Francisco ended up putting an order in, ordinance that banned gatherings of over a thousand people. So they were just going to try to limit it that way. That would have been like the Thursday of that week, right? So, over the weekend, there was a vote amongst owners about playing in front of empty arenas to help stop the cause. And all the owners except for one guy decided to say, let's just take precaution here and not play in front of anybody. Well... Not get the gate receipts, but we'll be able to continue the season in theory, right? That owner who said no was James Dolan. The fucking owner of the Knicks, who's this freaking, mm, I don't know, slimeball owner, I guess. That's the one way some people describe him. I mean, the man has gotten a beef with Spike Lee, of all people, recently. Prior to the NBA stoppage. Threw out Charles Oakley from his arena. A couple years ago. Basically banned him from coming to games. Like. this Dude's wild. He wanted to still be making money. Up until the point where. It was legally mandated that they not play. Or not play in front of fans. Right? Like. He was going all the way until somebody stepped in and said no. <laughs> so, anyway, that kind of got swept under the rug real quick. Because on, what is it, Wednesday, during the day, nah, it was like maybe 4, 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock-ish, 4.30-ish, some sometime around then right around that time when they uh, Utah Grizzlies and Oklahoma City Thunder were set to tip off when there was it was kind of weird they were about to start and the Utah Jazz team went back into the locker room and apparently They ended up finding out, prior to tip-off, that Rudy Gobert, starting center, had a confirmed case of the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19. Being the first NBA player that we publicly know who has contacted the disease. So, they subsequently canceled the game And uh, basically after the day ended, canceled or postponed the rest of the season uh, from that point forward. So uh, I was at the time concerned because I knew that something drastic was maybe going to happen. So I went home that day thinking that I was going to get an opportunity to watch my Sacramento Kings play one more time. Uh, at least in a normal situation normal circumstances in front of fans and uh, you know prior to things maybe drastically escalating I thought I was going to get that opportunity I turned on the TV and turned out I think it was the New Orleans Pelicans who were going to play that night so I was going to watch I wanted to watch Zion too man another team they're competing for the 8th spot with yeah so turns out the ref from the game courtney kirkland ended up refereeing the utah jazz game a few nights prior and was very well within that time frame of uh you know where where he could have been infected and could have been spreading the disease everywhere so pelicans saw that after it was announced that gobert had the disease and they were like yo man we're not going to take, we do not want to take this chance whatsoever that we could possibly get this disease. We do not want to play tonight. And The Kings basically said, all right, we totally understand. That's completely cool. Let's not play then. So they postponed that game as well. So very disappointed in that result in that regard, but you got to be, you got to be smart about it, right? Don't take, uh, a, you know, I don't know. I'm thinking of a fucking analogy, and I can't think of any. Basically, don't be dumb today. Don't seem smart today. Be dumb about it tomorrow. I don't know. Some shit like that. Um. Hmm. Let's see here. So, yeah. So, Gobert got affected, man. And that changed pretty much everything because, like, there was a lot of dominoes that ended up happening. But regardless, it was also confirmed that Donovan Mitchell also got the disease from that. Oh, Oh, also, also, Gobert, a day prior, was in a media interview and was making light of the situation and came up. After an interview and touched all the microphones from all the reporters as he was walking out of the place. Apparently, he wasn't giving a damn in the locker room. He was just, like, uh, horsing around with his teammates. I guess, like, he might typically do. But, you know, in light of the situation, not being very, very smart. And he's co- He's caught to it, too. He, he, yeah, he wasn't acting right. And in that regard, in that situation. Mm. But yeah, Mitchell, he's got a locker next to him. So, probably got the virus that way. So, he's now been on lockdown. I think he's feeling alright. I don't think he's got symptoms or anything. Colbert got the symptoms pretty bad. But the Jazz, a few days prior of playing the Detroit Pistons, one of their big mans, Christian Wood, was guarding Rudy Gobert. And guess what? He tested positive as well. So, who knows who gave it to him. Who cares? Cat's out of the bag, pretty much. And, yeah, and this stuff is, uh escalated from there in a couple different regards, too but uh, um, oh yeah oh yeah to circle back though uh, Courtney Kirkland he was isolated in Sacramento after they found the news about Rudy Gobert and he ended up testing negative on the 15th which is very good news so that was like five days after Four, four days after so that was a positive sign there that none of the pelicans or the kings could have got uh, contracted the disease from him. so that's that's a good thing that's just it's just so crazy it's just the luck of the draw a lot of times so I guess for a lot of people it's like whether you have it or whether you don't have it you just can't once you as long as you're following the guidelines you just can't really stress about it man they say try to not touch your face. Wash your hands. Um, yeah. Keep your social distance. Avoid contact. And yeah, man. Basically, keep your circles small. No gatherings of over 10 people in California, I want to say. Yeah, man. Tis what it is. So, yeah. My roommate, David, he's here, but... My other two roommates they are gone, so uh Alan down is I think Fiji up and Lodi, so what up folks? Uh what up They uh Yeah I don't know what I'm saying but let's go back to NBA. So the Brooklyn Nets were another victim of this disease. They ended up having four players who tested positive. One of those players who confirmed it himself on Twitter was the one and only Kevin Durant. And I don't know if it for matters or regardless, like a life in danger it doesn't really matter if you're a superstar or a role player regardless it um but yeah that sucks though that was like one of the big major superstars I guess in America like on the people's radar that got the infection especially in the sports world I'd say it's appearing asymptomatic he looks okay so we'll see we'll see what happens but there was a lot of cases in New York City upstate New York was a hotbed apparently for for this virus spreading so you know for it to be a nick or a net that wouldn't have been super shocking super super shocking but still unfortunate so yeah NBA has ended up suspending practices, uh, and they suspended the season at least 30 days. But uh, that ban on practices, I think, has been pushed to indefinitely, if I'm not mistaken. So, with the loss of games comes the loss. I think of paychecks potentially. The NBA says that the players are going to get paid until april 1st and they have not spoken or talked about anything past that date in particular so that's still like up for discussion so we'll see what happens but for the people who are really feeling it are like the arena workers and the people who you know aren't the most well-off working pay, paycheck to paycheck and stuff like that. So, there's a lot of questions in terms of what are they going to do or what's going to happen with them. I mean, because it's just like a lot of them just average citizens and stuff like that, you know? Some of the NBA players and some of the teams have kind of stepped up. I know Mark Cuban said he's going to have a plan in place. Hopefully, that's been implemented in the days since. Kevin Love, Ended up donating a hundred thousand of his own money to the Cavs arena staff during the suspension. Um, Zion pledges to cover Pelicans arena staff salaries for the next thirty days. Very nice of him to do. Being a very young player on a in a new in a new town in a new city, and you know. Very good of him to step up there. Kyrie Irving. I just read about this today. Donating two hundred, three hundred to to Feeding America, and he plans to to donate two hundred fifty thousand meals to the New York area. So I guess as much as people want to, you know, complain about maybe his encore game. It's a very, very nice gesture off the court. So it's good of him to do so. So feed just uh, a little bit of everybody helping the arena workers, all that stuff. But yeah, we have more tests, though, of more cases, more symptoms of this COVID stuff. One certain case, though, came from a child who got diagnosed from it. I think I want to say New Hampshire. His child was attending a New Hampshire game, or not New Hampshire, a Boston Celtics game in the New England area with his family. He received an autograph from an NBA player at the Celtics versus Jazz game. So it is very likely that Gobert or somebody in that kind of circle probably had the disease. Maybe Mitchell, it could have been Mitchell. So if he got an autograph from one of them. That could have been it. It could have been one of the Celtics maybe prior to that. Who knows? One thing we do know is that Marcus Smart did end up testing positive, although he didn't have any symptoms either. So, like, it's kind of crazy. Like, how would you know? just wouldn't know. Let's see, a member of the Nuggets organization tested positive on the 16th. Let's see, two unidentified Lakers players ended up testing positive. Three members of the Sixers tested positive. And like I was talking about in the intro that nobody really saw because I don't know how to Twitch stream, apparently. Fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, man. Charles Barkley Ended up testing negative He was showing some symptoms He was going to go on an episode of uh, Inside the NBA On TNT And Because I was like the day after They ended up postponing the season And so they're going to have a special episode Special edition just to talk about it And Yeah He decided not to make it He called in to the show, but, yeah, it is what it is. Apparently, the NBA, uh, was was targeting a June return, Mark Cuban says that, that could possibly happen in May. These are all project, uh, conjecture, all projections, in terms of what the heck's gonna happen, and how would you be able to keep, all the players, in a safe environment. And to ensure upon that. Like, I don't know where we're going to be at that point. People are talking about this, this whole quarantining situation, like it's only going to happen for a week or two. And not maybe longer. I think we got to be a little bit more realistic about you know, this situation. It might be taken, you know, it might be a month or two before things get, start to resume, be coming back to normal. That's just my opinion. But, hey man, who the hell knows? It's up to, it's up to God at this point if you believe in them. Hmm. Alright, so yeah, Basically, this is mess. This whole season thing being postponed is messing everything up in the calendar and the scheduling of a lot of stuff. And so one of the things is that agents and prospects and NBA executives are bracing for a delay in the NBA draft. So they think it might occur uh, maybe after a postponed season. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I have a, like a couple notes in here from like life and basketball prior to this. Let me just tell you what I wrote on here, cause this all like happened like right before like the NBA started postponing. Lakers show out versus Bucks and Clips is Braun MVP. He had a terrific weekend and was pushing for the uh, another MVP trophy. And Lakers were pretty much uh, sealing their fate as the number one seed. fully stomping on. Couple of the top competitions, two of the best teams in the league, and they really showed out. Who knows? If they're gonna get the chance to finish. Who knows what's gonna happen at that point? Um, I still think Giannis can be MVP, but I'm making that push, though. I'm not gonna lie. All right. The Nets and Kenny At- Atkinson ended up parting ways after three years. They were saying it was a mutual, you know, parting of ways, but I think he lost a lot of room, and in particular, probably the new guys who showed up, which were Kyrie and KD, and then their homie DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, so there was some drama there. So, uh, yeah, so he's a pretty damn good coach. We'll probably get another job somewhere else. We'll see where. Draymond Green and Charles Barkley were going at it in the media back and forth. Charles kept calling out Draymond's triple singles. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking dirty. Doing them dirty. Oh, shit. And Draymond didn't take no, uh, Uh, Take no shit. So yeah. Uh, Let's see what else. Speaking of uh, round, mound, and rebound, uh, Chuck was planning on uh, selling his MVP trophy and other memorabilia for affordable housing in his hometown of Leeds, Alabama. Very generous move of him. and Yeah, that's something that not a lot of people... Might be willing to do. Some people consider it their prized possessions and stuff. But, hey, man, I don't blame them. That's a good thing. It's a good reason to do that. Uh, let's see. And then, yeah, I was talking about earlier. Spike Lee ended up getting into it with uh, James Dolan. A Knicks fan got into it with James Dolan because he had a, a sell the Knicks team. Uh, or, or sell the Knicks chant during the team's game. That kind of took over the arena. So, yeah. That dude got kicked out. Spike got into it because apparently he was using an entrance that he's used forever. That was like one of the, like the workers' employees' entrances or something like that. One of the back entrances to Madison Square Garden. And they were getting on him about doing so and so yeah he said he wouldn't go to another game the rest of the season might not be too many more games uh, considering what might happen with this NBA uh, this NBA season are going to have a reduced schedule are they just going to go straight to the playoffs are they going to even play the full playoffs will these teams be allowed to play in front of people are they just going to quarantine the, all the teams put them in freaking, I don't know, Kansas City and just play the games there or something like that in the middle of the country where there's no cases or something? I don't know. (sighs) Crazy. Crazy. So many what-ifs. So many what-ifs. But yeah. I don't know how we got down that hole. Anyway. Um... Yeah, college basketball. I, you know, I don't talk. Lord knows, I don't talk about college basketball that much on this podcast. But uh, this is what the NCAA executive said on three ten. No plans to play tourney games in an empty arena. I want to say it was like three twelve or three thirteen. That now the NCAA tournaments. No, nope, it was. that was on like the eleventh. Excuse me. The games going to be played in front of uh, empty stadiums. And arenas without fans. And on 312, the whole damn tournament just got canceled outright. Not postponed, canceled. Like it's not happening at all. Crazy. They did that for all the postseasons, for all the spring sports and the remaining fall sports that were happening. So, yeah, no college baseball this year either. Crazy. Crazy. But uh, also in basketball news, the Big Three, the league for a lot of ex NBA players to go play half court and shoot four pointers, run by Ice Cube, partially uh, founded. They're trying to do a quarantine tournament where they take the players and they basically live in a mansion. They're going to make it, like, reality TV style. And they're going to, you know, be be on teams. And they're going to play tournaments against each other, basically. So I think Ice Cube's going to try to work out the logistics in that. I mean, they're going to make sure they're all tested and everything and everyone's good. So... We'll see what happens. We'll see if that happens. Because Lord knows the world will be starved of some basketball viewing. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, that's like a couple big pillars, man. Tent posts, NCAA tournament, March Madness. Should have been like the second weekend of that. Should maybe be talking about my bracket right now. And how I didn't know anything about this whole college basketball season and just really didn't didn't bother but alas Mother Nature has spoken and we gotta listen alright so following the NBA NHL ended up canceling their season on uh, March the 12th now there weren't any Confirmed cases amongst any players until the seventeenth, when an Ottawa Senators uh, player, which they, I don't think they've announced who, who it was, um, even if they did, I wouldn't even remember. It was not a superstar player for them. They, yeah, tested positive. So another sport down. Boom. MLB They ended up. Canceling the rest of spring training and also pushing the start of the season back, which is now indefinitely. There is no strict plans, I think, for baseball for them to get moving forward. The Yankees had a minor leaguer, had a first Corona case on the 15th and they had a second confirmed case on the 17th. Apparently the first player is doing okay. This is eight, day, eight days later after the first news happened. I was reading about that earlier today. Uh, so yeah, let me see what else. Uh, uh, some of my notes are scattered. I got a shit ton of notes. Uh, let's see. oh yeah so Mariners so Washington like I said Washington was hit a little earlier than some other parts of the country so the Mariners were going to move two of their opening series due to a ban by the governor on gatherings over 250 people they ended up having to postpone a couple of the Seattle Sounders matches at the time Um, yeah both of those got postponed because MLS ended up postponing their full season and then MLB right now at least until May the earliest oof so yeah some of the things ended up being popping off. like I said the Bay Area they were saying the Giants vs. A's exhibition was not going to happen at Oracle Park and yep and season's currently on hold uh, one good thing that the MLB did say all the 30 clubs did pledge 1 million dollars each to support their own employees during the delay of the season So, every little bit helps from them. So, yeah, that's baseball news, pretty much. That's baseball, basketball. Uh, What else? Oh, yeah, MLS got suspended. Uh, What else in America sports? I think that's it. We can probably go international at this point. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So, like I mentioned, one of the main causes, I think, that has made this virus spread to certain areas, I think has been um, maybe the sporting world a little bit. One of those being the world of football, the world of soccer, international play. Italy right now it's one of the most hardest hit it is the it has the highest death toll in the world out of any country also a very age, old Asian population and a population that lives with a lot of generations of people who are like I mentioned before not showing symptoms often so with that being said it's uh, yeah man very likely that the players are gonna get some cases so That definitely ended up happening so here's the kind of the timeline though Uh, all sporting events in Italy including Serie A got suspended until at the very least April 3rd due to the coronavirus outbreak Um, these numbers for confirmed cases and deaths is just completely low now it is tragic time in Italy they are very low on supplies and Hospitals has been filled up with people and patients and I've heard that there's been bans on weddings and funerals there so like they're literally taking bodies in caskets and shipping them out of cities in government vehicles that's how crazy it is over there so nothing to be taken lightly there Oh, boy. So, yeah. <coughs> oh, shit. Mm. Eventually, all Liga 1, the French League, all their matches got limited to 1,000 fans through April 15th. And then play eventually got suspended after um, on March the 13th. So, And as well, the Bundesliga... The German League, they got suspended until April 2nd, as of March 13th. I feel like a lot of those are just going to get moved back. It's just preliminary. Nobody knows. Literally, nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, there was, like, a lot of games they said they were going to play in front of empty crowds. Uh, Borussia Dortmund versus PSG was supposed to be one of them. The... Over that weekend, this is a match that I actually happened to tune into. Juve was playing Inter uh, Inter Milan in front of empty crowds as the disease was starting to spread crazily through northern Italy. And, well, guess what? He ended up catching some of those players who played in that match. Uh, let's see here. I think Daniele Rugani... If I'm not mistaken, his first name. He. Let's see. Brown. Yeah. He tested positive. And that basically prompted uh, 121 members of the Juventus team and staff to be placed into isolation. You know, so that they don't potentially spread it to anybody else. And they all got tested. And guess what? Blaise Matuidi, very talented center, uh midfielder. Central midfielder. Also tested positive on March 17th. Following that, Paolo uh, Diabala became the third player to test positive on the 21st. So, that was only two days ago and more and more people are being found out to have it. So uh, the good news for the like like kinda a lot of viruses is that for the majority of people it's not gonna be an issue. They'll just be able to overcome it and hopefully we can find a vaccine for this in the future. That is something that's might not occur for a while so hold your horses but this might become a new reality for people this might be not flu in cold season they're saying it's gonna be flu cold and covet season now uh from now on so freaking amazing Ooh, shit! i'm gonna have a new logo coming through this thing might look kind of wet Ooh. Ooh That one looks sick actually I'm not gonna lie. Ooh, breaking it live On Twitch Coming to your ears on delay wherever you hear Podcasts. Uh yeah son so yeah that shit's wild so yo Juventus they play in Turin Enter they play in Milan but it ended up being some people who played or you know, currently play or were legends in their own right um, ended up catching it from the AC side of things. And that would be Paolo Maldini, who just got confirmed a couple of days ago and his son Daniel, uh, who just got called up to the to the big boys from the, I think the under-23, under-19s, one, one of those, one of the 20s. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but they've both been in isolation for two weeks now. So, things are looking positive for them in terms of their recovery. Uh, I wish them the best. Let's see. Sampdoria also confirmed four more players tested positive. Uh, 10 days ago on the 13th. So, yeah, going through Italy. But... Um, Yeah, at the time, they were saying Champions League matches between Man City and Real Madrid and Juventus and Lyon have been postponed because they involve uh, players and teams in other countries where there are cases. But announced today, the Champions League and Europa Finals have been completely postponed. They have no idea when they're going to come back and resume. No, no, no. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah. There was a connection, though, between Spain and Italy. And that came through, uh, Valencia. All right. Uh, and Atalanta. Another team from the north, all right. So, they're playing each other in the Champions League. And... Yeah, Uh, guess what? The Valencia center-back Ezequiel Caray became the first La Liga player known to have the coronavirus on the 15th of this month, man. Crazy. So after that happened, both players and staff uh, from Atlanta and Valencia were under quarantine there. Valencia have now confirmed as of the 16th that 35% of their players in backroom staff have been affected. So, yeah, not very good. Not very good at all. Yeah. Prior to this happening, La Liga said their matches are going to be played in empty stadiums for two weeks. But then Barca versus Napoli match was uh, also supposed to be played that way. Then they suspended that for two weeks. Real Madrid players have been in isolation since March 12th because a member of the men's basketball team that also trains in the same facilities as the soccer club, the football club, ended up testing positive. So they're taking all precautions for that. And yeah, the season wasn't going to go on without Real Madrid playing pretty much. So they got it suspended indefinitely, but yeah, that didn't really happen until today actually. Hmm. hmm. I guess they're just doing it week by week. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, it's an indefinite suspension. I think it was yeah suspended two weeks, but now indefinitely. It's the right move. But just kind of do it little by little and see where it goes in there. So crazy man so this shit's been spreading like wildfire through Spain now and I'm not gonna say it eventually directly came from contact from there but that's just it's a possibility who fucking knows Espanol that team confirmed six positive cases amongst players and staff and this was about a week ago on the 17th Alaves announced fifteen positive cases, including three players. On the 18th, they played Valencia on the 6th of March. So, whoo, oh boy! They say they could could stay in the system like three to four weeks at tops, at the very tops. Oh boy, yeah, that's it's a lot of plane rides. It's a lot of players. It's a lot of people you interact with, the trainers, media, fans. Oh my goodness. The, yeah, all the staff members, everybody, man. Refs, everybody. So yeah, as this was going on, this was like, uh... (laughs) <laughs> they're supposed to play the uh Europa League too. That was a, the another thing that was ongoing. So they're supposed uh Roma and Sevilla were supposed to play on March the twelfth. Roma's plane didn't even get authorization to land because shit was going so crazy in Italy. But little did they know, might have came across earlier. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, man. Prior to that, there was a couple games played in front of empty stadiums. Uh, PSG ended up advancing in front of an empty stadium. But Liverpool... Damn, they got... They got beat by Atletico Madrid. It was pretty surprising. It's kind of disappointing. Kind of disappointing. Oh. 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 So yeah, that was a kind of a, a note that I wanted to talk about prior, but then everything happened. Who knows? If the Champions League is going to come back, if it does, are they going to shorten the format? They can make it, instead of two legs, have one match, and that's it. That decides it or what but yeah a lot of other shit happened FIFA postponed South America's World Cup qualifiers UEFA wanted the Euros to still go on during the summer initially then they could move to 2021 and it has been postponed as of the 17th so who knows if they'll get it in this year it might have to come next season And that's going to have to do some uh, jockeying around with the calendar for the Women's World Cup. And there's like some unders, 19s or something. They'll figure that out. Uh, Let's see here. What did I do? Discard changes. Hell yes. All right. Copa America also got moved to 2021 And it's the South America's Premier Cup Let's see FIFA postponed the Club World Cup That was supposed to happen in 2021 There's supposed to be a new 2014 format I think It used to only be four teams You know maybe Maybe more than that But anyway Yeah, they're supposed to open it up. 2014 format, and that's not going to happen next year. Sorry. Oh, man. Hmm. So, yeah. Here's another big story that kind of happened, too. Because notice I haven't really talked about the UK. I haven't talked about uh, the EPL quite yet in terms of their contact with certain places, right? Well, that definitely did happen. Don't you worry about that. All right. And it happened through the aforementioned Europa League action, right? There was competition between uh, Olympiakos and Arsenal. Arsenal in London, Olympiakos in Greece, right? In Athens. So the owner of the team, who happens to also own the team, Nottingham Forest, which is in. Uh, the league below the English Premier League. I think they call it the championship. Um, Yeah, this dude, Evangelos Marinakis, ended up testing positive and having uh, the virus as he was interacting with a lot of the staff and players for his own team and for the opposition arsenal, right? Right. Well, guess what? The manager for the Gunners, Mikel Arteta, got it. He tested positive, too. He did say he's uh, recovered as of today, reading that. So that's good news for Mikel. Uh, Good for him. But everybody else was on lockdown after that happening. I don't think they've confirmed any cases amongst players from Arsenal, so that's good. But this dude, this owner was just like all over the place, man. Before he figured out he had it. That's not good. It's not good. This is all shit jumps borders. So following that, let's see. Chelsea. There uh I think left back. Callum Hudson Odoi. O'Doi? Hudson O'Doi. He was the first player to officially contact the disease. Following him, three Leicester City players were quarantined after displaying symptoms. I don't know if they have tested positive or not. Let's check it out. Let's, let's do some reading. Let's see. Say, didn't say, but yeah, three players are showing symptoms, not very good at all. Not good, not good. Benjamin Mendy of Manchester City also self isolating after a family member started to suffer respiratory issues. So, there you go, taking extra precautions there. EPL still playing matches that weekend. However, there was an emergency meeting called for fr- that Friday, and then they suspended the league until April fourth, as of the thirteenth of this month. Right now, uh, four days ago on the nineteenth, they pushed it back to April thirtieth. So, just I want to give you guys the timeline of like kind of the dates of like how shit has been progressing, because. I've been trying to keep keep up with it as much as possible, so my apologies. I'm all over the place with with the dates and stuff like that, but it's just like team after team. There's this case after case after case after case. What's going on here? Let's see. Every team. First team and coaching staff was isolated after a player reported some symptoms there. So, as a result, Champions League and the Europa League have been suspended yeah so probably thinking what about other parts of the, of, uh, the globe right not just Europe that's just uh, pretty much everything shut down over there I think like there's one like league up in like the Nordic area I don't know if it's the Danish it's not the Danish league. what is it let's see Belarus. Hey. Alright, I can't find it. Anyway. This stuff's hit North America as well. As I mentioned, MLS got suspended. Lima, my got suspended on March fifteenth. There's been a lot of criticism on how Mexico has handled stuff. There's been a lot of criticism about how the U.S. has handled stuff too, um, especially both leaders kind of not taking any of the proper recommendations and maintaining distance or not making contact and touching a lot of stuff. And Trump's touching the microphone a million and a half times in a couple of places. When he was making some addresses to the media and to the public. Yeah. So there's that. So guess what? Uh, the president of Liga Yamequiz, Enrique Bonilla, confirmed he had tested positive, And this was two days ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> kind of fucking crazy. Uh, what else? What other countries have, uh, or what other sports have been affected? Well, they had a tennis tournament at in Indian Wells. Uh, it's, it's pretty damn popular up on the schedule towards the beginning of the season. They canceled it after there was a confirmed case of, uh, COVID-19 in the Coachella Valley. That put the ATP under a six-week suspension they currently under uh, in the golf world the 2020 masters have been postponed yeah crazy uh, the uh, F1 Formula 1 races they postponed the Dutch Spanish and Monaco Grand Prix after the Bahrain Vietnam uh, G- uh grand Prix were postponed uh just last week so yeah no more formula run formula one i'd say if i say that correctly jesus also it's 2020 supposed to be an olympic year right that's what you thought right Well, initially, the Olympic president says they would not be delayed. Then they were being considered. And today, on March the 23rd, the 2020 Olympics that were scheduled to take place in Tokyo in July have now been postponed. Hmm. The Olympics have only been called off because of world wars, <laughs> nineteen sixteen called off, and then they called it off twice during World War Two. Yeah, is that impactful? This is really a global pandemic that's been going on. An official status: global pandemic. Crazy, crazy. All right. Let's see. The Fight World. MMA. And uh, UFC in particular. They had the card in Brasilia that ended up going down without any fans in attendance. Yeah. Got to see Kevin Lee get kind of demolished by Edson Barbosa. Mm. yeah let's see yeah no Cowboy not Edson Barbosa Charles Oliveira uh, let's see Gilbert Burns uh, TK over Damian Maya. Renato Moicano over and Nikita Kurlov over Johnny Walker. Damn, Johnny. What's going on? Francisco Trinado over John McAdese. Okay. So that's kind of what happened. Main card. The fight still happened. It's weird being able to hear both corners. Though I don't spoke, speak Portuguese. Yeah, I need to learn. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, Bellator got postponed though. UFC announced they were moving future cards due to European travel ban and state bans on large gatherings. They were supposed to have a fight in London last week. Uh, Leon Edwards versus Tyron Woodley. It got called off, and they couldn't find a uh, situation to put the card on. In the US. Hmm. Disappointing. Very, very disappointed, but understandable, man. Shit, crazy. And then eventually, the UFC postpones their next three events on uh, March the 16th after more travel restrictions were being put in place. people have been critical over how Dana White has been uh, pushing forth with as much action entertainment as he can and hasn't been outright like postponing the UFC action until he like really needed to you know Mm. and so far there's There's talk of one of the most highly anticipated matchups in the world. Khabib versus Tony Ferguson. There's talk that that might get postponed for a fifth time. Scheduled for April 18th. It's supposed to happen at UFC 249 in Brooklyn doesn't look like it's happening there considering everything New York has been going up with so now Dana says he's got a location for the event says he's 99.9 99% sure or whatever that he's got it but he hasn't announced it so they can't make it official but how crazy would it be if goddamn Khabib versus Tony gets taken down because of a pandemic. There's like the craziest situations and scenarios for like giving us a reason why these two dudes have not fought. Freaking crazy, man. So... Dana is going to put on a show if he can. That's for sure. (coughs) Jesus. Oh, man. Well, prior to the fight action being halted, what I wanted to talk about on this episode was UFC 248. Holy shit. You want to versus uh Wang J Lee. Ooh, that was a crazy fight. Go and watch that if you're bored and lacking entertainment. My God. Ooh. If you have not seen this, you're doing yourself a disservice. I think the greatest woman's fight in MMA history least recorded history I know UFC history I haven't seen all the other promotions all the time but oh my goodness you want to have that freaking huge thing on the top of her face oh my god it was nasty Ooh. hematoma Ooh. <sighs> and then Israel Adesanya ended up winning in a sleeper against Y'all Romero Two counter-punchers, didn't want to throw. That's kind of what happened. That's mm. some other news, like uh, Henry Cejudo trying to move up again to face Volkanovski, maybe. But right now, he's, he's uh, uh, Volkanovski's looking for a rematch with uh, with Holloway. UFC's looking to do the same. I understand that. So, they're also talking about uh, Whitaker versus Till for UFC Dublin main event in August see if that happens that'd be cool that'd be cool alright a little bit of boxing news top rank ended up halting all their fights through the month of April I think that's pretty smart for them to do a lot of the promotions have also kind of made some restrictions on what they're going to do and what they're going to show like what fights are going to happen. Which ones aren't. So. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, let's see here. Tyson Fury is being investigated. About a failed drug test in 2015. Uh, farmer claims he got paid. 25 euros. 25,000 euros. is about 28,000 dollars. To say he sold him wild boar. That can contained Nandrolin. Nandrolone. Uh, yeah. It's a little shady and suspect, the story. This farmer kind of was telling to the press. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm like crazy. I gotta get through this shit. I gotta find through this shit. So this is kind of crazy I'll let y'all investigate into that stuff and whether you think that has any credence or not but I, I don't think anything's gonna be changed officially you just know uh yeah they just announced that they're investigating it so we'll see what happens if anything major happens I'll let you know Canelo versus Triple G has now been agreed to their third bout, it's going to happen. Who's going to win? Everyone thinks Golovkin won the first, even though it was a draw. And Canelo more than likely won the second, even though it could have been a draw. Now we're having a third one. Hmm. No details yet. They don't know what weight it's going to be at, where it's going to be at. What the purses are looking like, what's the streaming services and all that stuff. They don't know. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see where this fight's going to take place and what are the conditions under that. Alright, another boxing news. Uh, rest in peace to Roger Mayweather, the uncle of uh, Pretty Boy Floyd. And. great fighter in his own right champion a couple times over. Uh, Amazing trainer. One of the greatest trainers in the game. Top Floyd. A lot of uh, what ended up getting him to the mountaintop in the sport of boxing. And yeah, Roger, he had his own health problems though, man. He had his health issues with... The adverse effects of having that long of a boxing career, and being partially homeless, I think at times. And we're not homeless. I think he he ended up they ended up finding him in the streets. at one point, I think in his life, and so the ending wasn't always the greatest. I guess there. But, you know, did die pretty young, too. So I want to say drugs may have been an issue as well. I might be mistaken. I don't know. Boom. Mm. He's a two-way world champion the wba and the lineal super featherweight titles from 83 to 84 and the wbc light welterweight title from 87 to 89 huh so sad so sad true true legend in the game huh. Couple of years are a little rough. Oof. I feel bad for him. Alright. I have nothing else to say. Just an RIP to Roger. Alright. So, Mario, what other sports have been affected by coronavirus in America? You're missing one. One big one. That's right. The Shield. The National Football League. It has and it hasn't to certain degrees. Because number one, the NFL says they're we're not the lane free agency. Despite the fact that practice facilities are closed. Teams can't talk with prospects at all. Um, we're still going to do it. So, they're like, alright. Screw it then. Uh, Free agency ended up hitting. Kind of went over crazy. But, uh, prior to that, though, there was some other ties to the NFL through the virus, I'd say. Number one, Sean Payton did confirm he tested positive on the 19th. Just four days ago. Not too long ago. And... He's self-quarantining and doing all that stuff. So we wish him the best. But right now, uh, besides that, the new stadiums that were set to open this year in Los Angeles and in Las Vegas, they could be delayed in terms of when we get to see some NFL action on on the gridiron. Because nobody's working in construction right now. Everyone's at home. And try not to spread the disease anymore. So yeah. What are the Raiders going to do? Back to Oakland they go. Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? This should be crazy. Alright yeah. Prior to NFL free agency though. The players ended up approving a new CBA through the 2030 season by a 51.5% to 48.5% margin. A lot of dudes are not happy about this. It's going to bring some changes to the league. And some of them kind of drastic. More than Some more than others. Number one... I think the season's gonna be 17 games. Number two, they're gonna have two more wild card teams, and only the the, uh, number one seeds are gonna get buys, apparently. And I think we outlined some of the other ones prior to that. But yeah, ended up passing crazy, and a lot of guys are convinced that they could just keep them moving, get that extra paycheck, The 17 game, but overall health of the league, I don't know, I don't know, yeah, all right, let's get to free agency, let's get to this shit, we're almost hour 50 minutes into this, we haven't talked about craziness that's going on in the league, my goodness, Shit has been getting wild. But before I do that, I to change the batteries on this damn recorder. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. So yeah, like I was saying, let's get into this NFL action. We're back now. Uh, sorry for the delay. Uh, it up the notes. Duo, this free agency has been going wild. Obviously, the number one player. Everybody wanted to talk about what's going to happen to his future that would be the man. Sloppy will call the goat. Tom Brady. Where was he going to end up? And for the longest a lot of indications of maybe he was going to return, but maybe there'd be a chance to go elsewhere. There was rumors about the Raiders, rumors about the Chargers. Uh, Chicago threw their name in the mix. There was uh, Niners getting a lot of press for a few days, but in all actuality, I think the decision came down to the Chargers, uh, actually Tampa Bay, and New England, and he chose Tampa. Whew, that was a big, big shocker, man. Uh, $30 million per year is a reported contract we'll see what Tom Terrific has uh left in the tank outside of the New England bubble that Belichick influence cause yeah that did a lot for his career man I'll tell you what man I'll tell you what uh phew uh, there were reported a lot of free agents that were tapping in with the Buccaneers to see what's up, but I don't know if they've made any splash moves besides that. I mean, it's a big enough one as it is. It's going to have two lethal weapons and, uh, what is it? Um, Mike Evans. And let's see. Two... He's so weird. With Brady gonna be wearing Buccaneer uniform next year. Oh my God wild I mean Chris Godwin check it out yeah Godwin and then Rashad Perriman too damn that was with Jameis throwing to them they had two good weapons there We'll see what they uh, are able to do. Had that Ronald Jones Peyton Barber kind of duo thing going. Not really going. Didn't rush for a ton of yards, but yeah, they're apparently looking for more more pieces there. I just, I just, that's a shocker to me. That's just such a stunner. I nobody saw that coming. No way. There's another one you didn't see coming. Houston, Texas, trading DeAndre Hopkins, Nuke, and a 2024th rounder to the Cardinals for David Johnson, a 2022nd, and a 2021 20, first. Fourth, excuse me. Not even a first. A fourth. A fourth. David Johnson, I don't know what he's got left in the tank, man. It's sad to say, but he's coming off some injuries last few seasons, and when he has played, he hasn't been as productive when he was healthy early in the year, and maybe it was adjusting to a new system, or they weren't using him correctly, I don't know, that's a lot to give up for the Texans, man, Your number one option, Mm, Kyler Murray, moving up some fantasy draft boards, I'd say, I don't know what you do about Deshaun. He doesn't have that that kind of that bailout option. You can't throw them jump balls out to Nuke no more like he used to. Will his numbers go down? Who's to say, man? Who's to say? Yeah, very intriguing to see in the future. Um, Stefan Diggs moving residencies. Uh, he's got shipped along to with a seventh round pick to the Buffalo Bills. Giving Josh Allen another weapon. Mm, that might be big for them. Uh, but yeah. Vikings got a first, fifth, and sixth this year, and a f- uh, fourth next year. They got that for Diggs. How the hell did the Texans not be able to get one first for DeAndre Hopkins? This is what happens when your coach is also your GM. Because that's just... That's too much, man. That's too much. It's too much to do. It's too much to ask for, man. Alright. What other news we got? More free agent stuff. Mark Cooper signs five years $100 million deal with the Dallas Cowboys Dak you get a franchise tag you can get 33 million but you're still under our control for another season we'll talk to you next year uh yeah that's uh that's if they don't get a longer deal done I don't know if they will and who's to say if Dak will sign the tag I don't know could hold out we shall see. We shall see. Dolphins sign Byron Jones to a five-year, eighty-two point five million dollar contract, with fifty-seven of that uh, of that full contract being guaranteed. It is the highest per-year deal for a quarterback, cornerback. Excuse me, a corner in nfl history he's gonna be making 16 and a half million a season good for you man way to go byron jones so byron jones contract yeah formula the boys uh yeah that man is getting paid congrats to you man you live in miami that's not the worst worst place in the world to be not too bad all right, so there was some talk about what was going on with some of the quarterbacks. Well, Saints ended up re-signing Drew Brees for two years, nearly $50 million. Ooh, it's a lot of money for an older dude. I might be starting to go a little bit. He is uh, still out there throwing like crazy. So, yeah, he, uh... He stayed with the Saints. So, oddly enough, the Saints had three quarterbacks on the free agency market. Uh, Then they had two. And now I think they only have one. Taysom Hill, I don't think he's been signed yet. Let me see here. Taysom. No. Quarterback and utility player. Yeah, he played all over the hill. Did a little bit of everything. (laughs) Crazy. What a crazy player. He's, uh... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Now, one other player that they had was Teddy Bridgewater. Very star of the quarterback in his own right. He was talking to the Bears. Uh, I was thinking about maybe a $21 million per year deal right around that ballpark. Guess what? Ended up in Carolina. Panthers. Give him a three-year $63 million deal. So, got the number he was looking for. As a result, Cam Newton has not been allowed to seek a trade. Uh, should the team not find a suitor, it is very likely that he will be cut sometime in the future. So the Cam Newton era in Carolina is more than likely numbered. He's been kind of leaning towards that these last few seasons think last year especially Just another injury prone season and injury riddled season yeah young cam man can he play like that forever don't think so we'll see if he's done which i don't think he is per se the quarterback relies on his athleticism more than most of the quarterbacks in the NFL, right? So, there's this physicality, man. Just how big he is. Just running through defenders. Like, you just haven't been able to see that these last couple seasons, man. The Panthers. So, picking up Teddy two gloves, man. That's going to be a little bit of a change of pace. I know that new owner, Tepper, he's uh, probably keen on trying to change up some things a lot of new owners they try to put their stamp on their team trying to get other big splash free agents make a new arena do something crazy like that they tend to make a trade like they tend to be like trigger happy like as soon as they're out the gate right but not a too bad one I think Bridgewater is uh like tops out at like a b plus. A minus level quarterback, which is hard to find in the NFL. A lot of teams would have asked for that last season. Probably could have made the playoffs with a dude like him. But Saints, that was one of the main reasons why they ended up, you know, making the playoffs in their own right. Just being able to tread water um, while Breeze was injured for a little bit. So, yeah, he went in there, won five games for them. He deserves some credit for that too man I mean that saints roster it was looking uh pretty good you know outside of the quarterback position they still had hill he threw some passes for them mostly ran a lot of wildcat stuff and yeah lined up as utility player caught passes and did a whole bunch of shit trick plays all that kitten caboodle so yeah there's that. Uh, more quarterback news. Jags ended up trading Nick Foles to Chicago since they couldn't necessarily get their main guy, I guess, in Bridgewater. So they'll bring in Foles. He'll compete with um the boy Mitchy Slick, Mitch Trubisky. For that quarterback job, Trubisky was just looking like just boo boo last season. Very bad. Very, very bad. And Foles Unfortunate end to his Jaguars career Broken collarbone on like the First drive of the season Second drive of the season Something real early Oh he got demolished It looked bad Uh, Completed the touchdown pass though Which was good for statistics But my goodness So Jags are ready to move on And get going with the Gardner Minshew uh, mania. Might have to be that dude for Halloween. me myself, wear my wig, and wear my headband. That might have to do that. So yeah. What else? And in terms of quarterback news, Marcus Mariota ended up moving west to the Raiders, right going to Vegas. Uh for two years 17.6 million dollars with incentives pushing car, play some wildcat with them I don't know who's to say um yeah so Marcus Mariota now on the team Raiders have been busy they've been making a lot of moves let me just break some of it down for you right they added linebacker Corey Littleton from the Rams very good dynamic linebacker in space he's uh, signed for three years 36 million and then they got this dude Nick uh, Kwiatkowski from the Bears for three years 21 million and he's really good being a physical run stopper so he got a little bit of each on the in the linebacker core they've got to replace Tahir Whitehead who they let go and I think they're going to end up letting Vontez perfect probably walk. I don't know if that's for certain, but after these moves, more than likely, I would assume. All right. They also signed defensive end Carl Nassib from Tampa. And they got uh, the secondary player Eli Apple from New Orleans. So I think he's mostly played like slot corner, if I'm not mistaken. Corner. What does Eli Apple play? Let's see. Eli Apple. Mm mm-hmm. mm mm What's this show? They say corner, but I think he's like I don't know. He played all over. Mm 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 mm. Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. Mm -hmm. let's see what else again oh yeah they also raided the cowboys from a lot of players check this out they got jason Witten. pretty surprising big name but at the end of his career he came back to play for the cowboys last season after he was in the monday night football booth because Partially I think he just wanted people to stop talking shit about how bad he was doing on T V. But to try to bring help bring the Cowboys into the playoffs and win a championship, right? That didn't really happen. So yeah, Raiders signed them though. That was kinda of surprising. People were like, Okay, we have good enough tight ends as it is, but okay, all right. You got Jeff Heath, safety, been on the team for a while. Surprised at how long he was there. I think he was like six, seven years, something like that. uh, Solid player. And they got Malik Collins, uh, defensive uh, tackle. They all signed from the Cowboys to the Raiders. They damn near on the same day. Even outside of that, they got a couple dudes. They got Nelson Aguilar, formerly of the Eagles. So all right, still solid, solid enough receiver. Played at USC. They got Eric Cush as well. Maybe a rotation guard. Not the worst thing in the world. Eric Cush, where is he from? Uh I wanna say Won't tell me it was the Packers. Nah. It was the Browns. He's joking around says he's gonna wear an eye patch now because he's a member of the Raiders. Uh, da, 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 da. yeah he's played around I remember seeing him on the Chiefs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when can I get an eye patch <laughs> but yeah alright other All moves oh yeah one more of the quarterback move I forgot to mention Phillip Rivers going to Indy one year $25 million so that means Jacoby Pissette still out there he had a up and down here. Better when healthy. can move around. That that helps you a lot. All right, let's see what other moves have had. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. to the Chargers after nine years in Denver. That's a big play. <clears throat> so, the former tandem of to Tlaib and, and Harris Jr. Played in college together. Played in the pros together. Won a Super Bowl together. Both gone from the Broncos now. <coughs> it's not too many members left from that team that won the Super Bowl. I don't know if all Miller's still around, but oh. a lot of the mainstays have kind of moved on. Call it a quits. Yeah, man. Life comes at you fast in the NFL. Uh, let's see here. Todd Gurley... Formerly of the Rams, ended up getting released. He got released. Damn, this dude! People had like their MVP a couple seasons ago. He's just let like, go. Just we don't want you no more. Goes to Atlanta for one year, six million dollars. Hmm. Boy, oh boy! Just after two years, after signing an extension on his contract. Mm-mm-mm. Sad. Sad, man. So those knee problems prior to uh, the Rams making it to the Super Bowl, and then last season, just back and forth. It's just it's never really looked like he was 100% there, man. I don't know if last season they were kind of holding him back a little bit more just to be more cautious with him. <clears throat> Whatever it was, he just hasn't been able to regain have form from like his rookie year, second, third year in the in the league, man. Now it's it's gonna be year six. If I'm not mistaken, how many years is Todd Gurley? Gurley, man. How many years he play in the league? Uh, 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 uh. He's gonna still get money from the Rams though, even though they cut him. Three-time Bowl or One, two, three time Pro Bowler, two time All Pro. Yep, It'll be a sixth year. Gonna be a sixth year. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah, so now there's reports that Brandon Cook's gonna be on the trade block for the Rams, too. Looks like they're gonna try to shed salary. Ah oh, man, West Cooks always end up being the casualty for from teams, man. New Orleans to the Patriots to the Rams now to whoever. I think he's still a good receiver. Just he's a little dude and he takes a lot of lumps, man, over the middle. I feel bad for him, man. He's, mm, he's had a lot of injuries to the head, man. physically feel bad for him when I watch that. I'm like, oof. One of the Patriots in the Super Bowl, that was a bad one. He had another bad one last year, too. Wish him the best if he gets traded, or if he doesn't. Let's see. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins, a safety, Super Bowl winning safety, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles. Packing his bags, going to the Big Easy. Returning back to New Orleans, a team that drafted him on a four year, $32 million deal. So, gets his money there. Good for him. Let's see. Melvin Gordon, formerly of the Chargers, goes to Denver for two years, $16 Kind of takes Chris uh, Harris Jr.'s spot there. Opposite size of the ball. You get it, though. All right, other moves. Eric Ebron to the Steelers for two years and $12 million. And Emmanuel Sanders to the Saints for two years, $16 million. So, Saints trying to load up for Breeze there. Give him another weapon. All right, that's pretty much everything for the world of sports. Now we can get into some world of music and entertainment all right as i mentioned before earlier on the show all pillars of my life three big pillars of my life have been disrupted one of them being music and no more so than the festival and concert going experience because a lot of the concerts have been postponed or canceled and a lot of these festivals have been postponed also too That includes Ultra, South by Southwest, Coachella, and Beyond Wonderland, Bonnaroo, and Glastonbury. Also, and who knows how long these postponements are going to last for? We're also going to talk about festivals. We can talk about the ones that did occur previously. I have to report, sad to say that. It has been confirmed that two students from San Diego State University who had previously been traveling in northern Italy were tested positive for coronavirus. Um, and then they proceeded to go. And be in the presence of other people. In, at the Crossed Music Festival down in San Diego, one that I have attended a couple of times in the past, and I was actually considering doing so this year, and I guess I dodged the bullet. Uh, they do a festival in the spring and the fall. I've never gone to the spring one. I've gone to the fall a couple of times. Fun time. I've talked about it, but like God. Damn, that's fucking too close for a home, man. That shit is scary, dude. mm mm Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. So, all these DJs, a lot of the gigs and stuff have been kind of, you know, canceled for the most part. So, a lot of them have been doing live streams, DJing on their own part, doing what they do. Uh, DJ D-Nice has been going off on Instagram live apparently a lot of people have been messing with it yeah I guess they ain't taking down no copyright material now (laughs) I feel like I've been playing music with stuff in it and they find it eventually but whatever whatever man in the world of acting, though, this affected a, a, a few different people. Tom Hanks and his wife, his wife, Rita Wilson, they both tested positive. They are down in Australia. He is working on a film. And currently quarantined. Sad to say. Sad to say. Also, Idris Elba who is in New Mexico, he confirmed positive. His wife, also recently confirmed positive there's some criticism regarding that cuz she was seen very close to him in his uh announcement video and she didn't care she wanted to be with him but google Sabrina Dowry Elba. That's his uh, his wife. Sabrina Dalry Oh Gorgeous Lady. Uh hey, had a few different wives? Damn doing it. Um moving oh, on. Actor most known for um, his role in Lost, also currently in the new edition of Hawaii five O, Daniel Day Kim, he tested positive uh, for COVID nineteen. Apparently got it in New York City and then flew back to his home in Hawaii. So Yeah. The islands are not safe. Uh, for that stuff either. Hmm. Tough. Tough, tough, tough. There's NBC News employee who ended up dying after testing positive for the coronavirus. And there's an ABC News reporter, Kaylee Hartung, who tested positive for coronavirus after covering the outbreak in Seattle. Let's see. I think I've seen her before. I feel like she used to be a satellite reporter. Uh, CNN. Maybe she'll CNN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SEC Network. Okay. She worked for the Longhorn Network. Okay, that's all right. I don't remember her. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Yep So yeah She's got COVID now Crazy Crazy So yeah We can go into now Some of the more Political shit in terms of how the COVID has been affecting people and stuff so Trump is at now issued a state of emergency in the US it's included a lot of different things and one of the funny things in that was that student loan interest can now be paused so I gotta follow up on that stuff uh, let's see yeah, that was after he had been denying it in the media and just saying it was just overblown. We have it under control. Nothing's really going on. And he puts Mike Pence in charge for handling the control of the, of the epidemic. As I mentioned before, didn't really follow protocols in public uh, as, he, as much as he should have been. And was kind of fucking around, bro. So, not good. Not very good. A lot of the people on the right were, were just playing the, ah, this is overblown. It's just another flu type of card. A lot of people were downplaying it. And not giving people caution about going out in public. Possibly contracting it and things of the like. So, yep, there's that. Uh, Pentagon ended up claiming there's 81 cases of COVID in the military that's what we know so far 81 confirmed cases in all of the military seems like a lot but there's a lot of military personnel and as we mentioned this is just the early stages of us just getting information in in terms of uh, testing in the US there's a lot of people who probably have it and just like it's lying dormant No symptoms or nothing, you know? Yeah. It's going to be a lot of the people who are younger and it's not feeling anything are going to pass it to the older folks. It's unfortunate. It's going to be true. I don't know why I keep going to that point, but I'm them. I don't know I don't know what to say God damn God damn Alright There have been a couple Representatives In Congress Both Mario Diaz-Balart Republican from Florida And Ben McAdams Democrat from Utah Announced they were positive uh, Last Wednesday Other lawmakers have been Self-quarantining now, here's the case that I find, uh, so, I don't know if ironic's the word. I don't want to say funny. Weird timing, I guess. But Rand Paul becomes the first senator to test positive. He voted against sending, uh, upping spending to help victims. Now... His dad, Ron Paul, very famously known for running for president on a couple of different occasions, he was on a show, I think he had on YouTube, where he was uh, hyping up the threat to be a hoax. I think he said it was a hoax. you saying this last week, about a week ago, man. Nah, maybe not a week ago, but uh, during last week. You know what I mean. Y'all know what I mean. His son got it now. Like, yo. Yo. Kind of ridiculous. One mm. What if it's a hoax now? Jeez. He was talking about the media, however, hyping it and making it sensationalizing, getting people more concerned maybe than they should be. Those points I understand, but hoax is a little too too strong, though. No? no, I don't know. So the U.S. Canadian border has now been closed to non-essential travel as of Saturday. Let's see. There was an Amazon warehouse. Uh, closed in Queens after a first worker tested positive for the virus. One of the first workers in the U.S. to do so. Kind of wild. Kind of wild. Kind of fucking wild. And then finally on this front, Italy... They had a coronavirus uh, death count that has surpassed China's. China's. Like I mentioned, due to the older population and their initial slow response. This was as of a few days ago. I know this number has to be higher, but it was 3,405 versus 3,245. That's when they officially announced that it was... Um, let's see. They, they had surpassed China. What's the current death toll mm, 6,077 Jesus oof. they report 602 new cases 8 hours ago uh, oof. Mm, prayers for everybody everyone mm. they're clearly facing it the worst at the moment so my goodness all right i kind of feel weird about even bringing some of this other stuff but i'll just touch on them very briefly all right and then we'll kind of wrap it up uh Ronaldinho could be facing money laundering charges in Badawai after being caught with a fake passport. That was kind of crazy. There was apparently some shady folks he was associating with. And I don't know how he's going to get money, but... I can't remember. I can't remember. It was like tied to some like gang shit. It was crazy. Look it up. Alright, there was a 27 horse racing professionals that were charged in a doping scheme... That included the 2019 Kentucky Derby winner, Maximum Security. So, a little bit of fraudulent activity going on over there. The Kentucky Derby, man. What's going on? What's going on? Harvey Weinstein got sentenced to 23 years in prison for sexual assault. uh, Or multiple cases. And guess what? He has been confirmed to have received... The coronavirus, yes. yes, 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 yes. And as uh, um, yeah, so now I think he's been isolated. Uh, as a result of this outbreak, Takashi69 has asked the uh the government to release him early, but Spe- scheduled to be released in August. Now he's asking to be released soon. just want to get the virus As one thing they have said Is that It's gonna Go Crazy through A couple different Groups of people Who are Typically in close contact With each other One People in prisons And two The homeless population too These people Don't necessarily have The best chance for care Not necessarily The greatest care either Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah. Prison sucks. More ways than one. Uh, let's see. Feds wiretap former DEA supervisor Manny Recio in re- leak probe as part of an inquiry into whether sensitive case information was leaked to attorneys for suspected drug traffickers in Colombia. Oh. Former cop. Turn. Yeah, um, investigator. Damn, maybe he's got his hands on some sensitive info. Ooh, giving it to some bad people for some dough. Eee, yeah, this seems a little wild. I'll let you guys dig into that one because uh, that is a lot, involves a lot of bro money. Moving hands. Let's just say that. All right. U.S. soccer president Carlos Cordero ended up resigning amid outcry from his gender discrimination suit that happened recently. They did not handle that very well. Basically saying that the women's game just needs to step up from the men's. So they're not profitable and all this other stuff. And Yee. Ugh. He took the, the the view you take in court sometimes and you just like downplay the victim and stuff it's kind of what they did there and it didn't necessarily work and so he ended up resigning a few weeks back so so yeah there's that alright so now I'm here we're at the end of the show and I gotta give you guys a few more suggestions in terms of how to not keep yourself uh, from going crazy As I mentioned uh, previously, just take some time to reflect and understand that this is not something that is personal against you or anything like that. You can still please remain in contact with people, call your family, talk to my grandma the other day. I need to call my other grandma. Uh, I was speaking with my parents pretty regularly and trying to communicate with my siblings as well. Um, So do that. I'd say get some uh, exercise in. There's a million and a half different um, at-home exercise workout routines that people use. Uh, There's a lot of yoga. I know instructors, like online classes and stuff that have become free recently. So I'd say take, 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 take advantage of some of those resources. They say you can still go out and go on a lot of walkways in los angeles so people going out for walks is a good thing as long as you're still keeping that six feet distance from other people um on average so that's something to keep in mind um yeah don't try to huddle around too many other people man that's not cool keep your distance um yeah so get some sunlight definitely that's something i need to work on better In my life, just in general, Um, tend to be cooped up during the the day, and then I go out later. But I need some sunlight. I need some of that stuff. You guys do too. You'll feel better about it yourself after that. And then just keep yourself entertained. Find yourself uh, different ways to keep from being bored. And you know, books. I got a lot of books that I need to read. I haven't had the chance to actually read up on them. I've actually been kind of busy, regardless. You know, funny enough uh you know doing some other stuff but yeah a lot of a lot of movies you know TV shows there's stuff you could binge and things like that I would suggest checking out some comedy specials to kind of lighten the mood because some people get into some very serious stuff and it's also kind of you know gotta support the the legends that are putting it out there right now right there's a couple really good specials that come out on Netflix recently Mark Maron he had a very very dope one um Let's see. What was it called? Mark Marin. End Times Fun. That was the name of it. That was really, really good. I'm not going to lie. Um, Marin is not always necessarily my favorite style of com- comedy, but he killed it with this one. He really did very well. He's a, uh, very much a thinker. He can be a little bit out there um, with in terms of his... like. <laughs> Perspective on certain things, very funny, very entertaining, man. Seen him a few times in person. Actually, very, really, really good at the comedy store. Every time I've gone seen him, he's been, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Shows up on the lineup, does his work, man. He's a real good comic. So uh, he had a good one, Pete Davidson. The, uh, you know. Dude all up on the tabloids like crazy. That dude, he was there. He had a, he had a really good one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was basically like three or four stories, and that was like the whole special. But there's a couple of parts where he's really killed it, though. He really was killing it. So, like, I'm going to give Pete this dude. He, he made me laugh, man. He's still a very, very, very talented stand-up in his own right, outside of all the tabloid stuff, outside of all the SNL craziness that's going on with him. He basically addressed it in this special. He's like, I don't even know why I'm f- still working there, Loki. <laughs> like like I'm just waiting for them to like let me go or something to happen. Yeah, hardly ever use them, man. <laughs> like it's kinda weird, kinda crazy. But yeah, so Pete Davidson's special is cool. I'd recommend Bert Kreischer's special just happened as well. Um, hold on. Let me let me get Pete Davidson's this, this dude. I think it's Alive from New York. That was the one. That was the one they called it. Bert Kreischer's Hey Big Boy. That's what it is. That's his special. That one just came out last week, alright? Definitely tune into that one. That one was really funny. (laughs) One of the funniest storytellers that they have in comedy right now. This dude is just, you know, he's got his whole crazy out there vibe, but then, Oh, oh my god! He's 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 the most embarrassing dad like <laughs> uh, you might ever come across. He is freaking ridiculous. Definitely watch that. He's got some ridiculous <laughs> material <laughs> in there. Oh, uh, with this about his wife and his family, Just as he always does. This will takes it to the freaking other level. So shout out to Bert doing this thing. And then his also fellow Bear uh, compatriot, uh, Tom Segura. He had one that just dropped tonight that you guys should definitely check out now. I still haven't been able to uh, watch it as of this taping, but I know Tom comes with the fire. So his special called Ball Hog, that one is currently out now. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but yeah. Tom's done done well for himself, bro. We'll talk about it if I feel other way, uh, other ways later. And then after that, Chris Delia uh, is coming out with a new special. Uh, Let's see. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Da-da-da-da-da. da What's it gonna be called? What's it gonna be called? (laughs) Even say which one it is. (laughs) What's the name of it? Jesus. Is it congratulations? No. What a mecca. dog. Yeah, it's too hard. It's too fucking hard. I don't fucking know, man. Anyway, this shit comes out some couple weeks. I, that was a fucking two minute like, detour to fucking nothing. I fucking suck at this. Anyway, watch some shits. Also, I would very much recommend listening to some good music, man. I've been trying to do that. I've been trying to take in some stuff. And there have been a couple things that I've been pretty impressed by that have come out recently. And it's kind of all over the map in terms of genre-wise. First one being uh, J Electronica's highly anticipated album, A Written Testimony, finally dropped after years of being teased and talked about. Did it on Rock Nation. And it basically was a collab project with Jay-Z. I don't care how you slice it and dice it. I need some more lack in my life. And he finally delivered. And I'm impressed. Uh, finally able to put out a whole segment of catalog. And been able to do it. So... I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's able to put some stuff out. It may not have been the straight up, you know, um, blow your breath away craziness that the hype that he had after Exhibit A and Exhibit C. I don't know if he'd ever reach them heights, but I'm just glad he's just putting stuff out there and, you know, Finally, we finally got like a collection of work that is digestible because all those other materials were just loose ends and you'd have to download them through illegal means and whatnot. Nefarious means. Just to kind of get your hands on it for the most part. So, yeah, man. I'm happy. I'm happy for him. He raps about it. He always talks about. He's talked about it a couple of times about how he's like not up on the fortune. Uh, McCall. I'm fucking blanking. He's getting laid up in this bitch. He. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's had people try to convince him, man. Do this for your not for yourself. You're gonna do it for your family, man. Just like put it together and finally able to do it, man. Jay Lech, man, already 43 years old, bro, been putting in work for a while, Mm -mm -mm. damn, Exhibit A and Exhibit C came out 11 years ago, Uh, so yeah, you know Joe Budden, Jay Locktronic have been going back and forth on each other, but, whatever. what did pitchfork give it this is almost a decade of the making man okay hey, give it 8.4 uh, put him up there yeah yeah pitchfork all over the place with their rankings though all right let's like transition from there all right uh another dude the weekend. The After Hours. Ooh, that shit just came out. I finally listened to that one a couple of days ago. I think that one's pretty good. It was pretty fire. It's got the typical weekend vibes and sounds to it. it made it sound literally 80s electro, like synth pop kind of stuff. Uh, kind of had that influence in it, that bits. But I'm going to have to digest it a little bit more. I'm not mad. Oh, uh, I don't know if there's as many bangers in this one as many as maybe some of his other other albums. Let's see. I gotta finish watching the music videos too. I have one of them queued up. I gotta watch that shit. In Your Eyes, that's the one. It's got some crazy visuals so far in red suit fuck yeah man so we can put on new music I'm just googling shit this is a horrible content what are you doing Mario <laughs> fucking get better alright nice. Alright, let's go over to the world of the reggaeton. We have a couple of the pillars of the genre as it currently stands, dropping some new heat this past few weeks. Both of the collaborative duo, both Bad Bunny and J Balvin. Guys, I got to see in concert last year. <laughs> They both drop mu- music with Bad Bunny's. Um, <laughs> Bad bunny been going crazy on Instagram in the self quarantine. He posted a funny ass video of fucking recreating Toy Story and shit. It's hilarious to me. I don't know. What is <laughs> uh, this? It's like. Yo hago lo que quiero. Yo hago lo que me da la ganas. (laughs) Yo hago lo que me da la ganas. I do what I feel like. Bro, got the want to. -mm, mm -mm. Yeah. So, that album's got some fire on it. Got some bangers. And then J Balvin, he got his colores album. This shit's pretty dope. He named every song on the album after color and the feel. Uh, let's see. It's like Amarillo, Azul, Rojo, Rosa, Morado, Verde, Negro, Gris, Arcoiris and y Blanco. Yeah, man. I like Morados, dope. Rojos, cool. Amarillo are dope off the front too. I think Gris, I like. It. I like a lot of shit. I don't, know. I don't know. It's a cool album. It's a cool album. You also listen to. It. You also listen to that shit. I gotta give it a couple more listens to be honest with you. So. Um. Yeah, man. So, yeah, there's some music for you, ass. So, don't say I ever gave you any fucking suggestions on what to do, right? Right? So, yeah. I think we're going to be wrapping it up pretty soon. As always, you can follow along. We're on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher. And, yeah, man. We're just doing it moving. And we'll have a couple more episodes for you guys later in the week. Trust me on that one. They will be coming out. Don't you worry about that. Um, So shout out to all my guests who came and did the thing on the show last week when we were recording shit. All right. So you can follow me as always. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and I'm on straight Twitch now. At Puro Caballero. That's P U R O C A B A L L E R O for all you gringos. If you're watching on the stream, let's read my back on the shirt. Oh, I can't even read it. My back hurts. I ain't got no fucking stream. I got this shit on the back. of this jersey. Uh, what am I looking for? <laughs> Goodness. Uh, yeah, brother Yeah, brother That's pretty much how we do shit It's been episode 76 Everyone's getting paranoia about this pandemic This pandemic paranoia We need to chill, man I think we're Eventually Everything Will be cool just be chill for the moment. Stay safe, all right? Just listen to the words of Kendrick Lamar. I think we're going to be all right, all right? All right, all right? There it is. All right, I'm out. Later. Yee! You're looking at me for the paint.